0: jerry reynolds is the car pro he owned a slew of dealerships at one time and was a two-term chairman of the ford national dealer council you can count on him for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive radio hall of famer kevin mccarthy is his sidekick jerry's tall kevin's not in mcdonald's terms jerry is the classic chicken sandwich kevin's the mcnugget here they are now On CarPro USA.
3: Well, hi there. Hope you're doing great this weekend. And we appreciate you so much joining us for another hour of the CarPro USA radio show. We are here helping you make a good car buying decision in times that are very confusing, especially for people who typically only buy a new car. Every three to four, maybe five years, and then it's so different today from what it was the last time you bought a car, Um, and it it will just absolutely mess with your head. You just just got to understand what's going on out there, and that's what I do on this show. I've switched it from just straight advice from people calling in at 800-926-7777 to now trying my best to keep you up to speed on the market conditions out there, whether it be new cars or used cars, because new cars are, of course, short in supply. There's not been any secrets about that. Uh, Many new cars are bringing over MSRP. Cars at the auction are bringing over original MSRP. Uh, Saw a 2022 Tundra, the new Tundra. Run through the auction this past Wednesday in Dallas, Texas. Uh, and pretty well equipped truck. It was used. Didn't have a lot of miles on it. I think it was under a thousand, but it was used and had an owner and the warranty had already started. Truck brought seventy-one thousand and some change. The new window sticker on it was 62000 <laughs> So when you go to a Toyota dealer to get yourself a new Tundra and they tell you it's 5000 over MSRP, just know dealers are paying about $9,000 over MSRP for used ones. Bear that in mind and put it in perspective. You got a trade in. Trade values today, absolutely through the roof. $9,000 more than they were a year ago on average. So keep that in mind, too. And if you do those things and you get that high trade value and you can get a new vehicle at a decent deal, now's the time to pull the trigger. That's what we're going to talk about this entire hour. My McNugget is with me, <laughs> Kevin know, McCarthy. You
1: know, I've never had one of those. They're actually pretty good. I'm, I'm sure they are, but I still don't know what part of the chicken that is. But You don't want to know. I don't want to know. Have you ever had so, a McRib?
3: No. I don't know what that's made of, but it's good too. I
1: don't know. It doesn't come from a rib. I'm willing to bet that. I don't think so. So we talked about them. We anticipated them. We had different expectations. The first quarter sales results for all 41 manufacturers that you listed in this week's newsletter, they were all down. Most of them substantially down in numbers. Compared to the first quarter last year, the only ones I could find that were up at all, BMW was up three percent, Mini was up nine percent.
3: They had to go
1: up. Well, you can't. Yeah, they,
3: they had no.
1: When jump. you're selling six thousand cars, you... and Genesis was up forty three percent, and the other thirty eight uh, brands that you listed in the sales results were all down. Yeah, you said what you call it a rough start.
3: Yeah, a rough start to the to the year. But you got to put it in perspective. A year ago, uh, at the end of March, we didn't know about the chip shortage yet. We knew there could be a problem, but we didn't know how severe. Uh, we were coming out of COVID, and there was a lot of pent-up demand. Uh, a lot of dealerships were closed completely during COVID or very limited on what they could do. And so a year ago, March was just a huge month. Dealers had lots and lots of cars on the ground. What they didn't know was what they had on the ground then was going to have to last them for a very, very <laughs> long time.
1: Maybe a year.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's where we are still today. Let's talk to Alex. He's calling from Los Angeles. Alex, what's going on?
4: Hi, I was calling to inquire for my mom. Uh, she's got a
5: 2021 Tahoe RST. Uh, I'm a three-year lease. it's am about a year and a half. Um uh, she's interested in maybe selling the car back to GM. She's not really driving anymore. Yeah. So I was going to see what if you got any maybe suggestions or a dealership that you would recommend.
3: Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got a couple of really good uh, Chevrolet dealers in uh, Los Angeles and Southern California. She's got to sell it back to a Chevrolet dealer. That's something they've added to the lease after she bought hers. The good news is uh, she'll have equity in it, and she will absolutely get top dollar for that vehicle right now. Very popular. uh, Tahoe's at the auction or through the roof. So I would have her her check or maybe do this for her. From my website, uh, carprousa.com. Uh, pick either whichever one of the two dealers that I've got is closest to you, email them through my site, tell them what she's got, and that she wants to sell it and see what they'll offer. I'd send that email to to both of them and see which one's going to pay you the most. Um, And then she'll have a payoff on her loan. We need to know what that is. And then whatever it brings above that, She'll get a check for it. it's very. It's actually a very simple process.
5: Okay, so yeah, the car is very low miles too. It's only got like three
3: thousand miles. on it. Oh, Alex, that thing's worth a fortune right now. She could. She'll get back at least what she paid for it, if not more.
5: Okay,
3: sounds good. All right, pal. Appreciate the call. Those are words. I. I, I if you had told me, even a year ago, that I would tell someone. They can get their money back after a couple of years and yeah. more. Um, wow. Ain't never happened before. No, not in my lifetime. And I've been through, you know, been in the car business as long as I was. I've seen it. I've seen it all. I've been through strikes at the factory. I've been through rubber strikes. I mean, I've seen it all, but I've never seen anything like this. No one has. No. I mean,
1: he, the people, that you know, the legends that, you know, Carl Sewell, Sam Pack, Tom Durant, people like that that we know. They've been in the business forever, and this is entirely new territory for them.
3: Yeah, and I don't think we'll probably ever get in this position again. I think a lot of lessons have been learned here, and a listener called in earlier that said they heard on Fox this chip shortage is going to be bad through 2024. I don't think that's the case. I think it'll be much better by the end of this year. There's a lot of new chip makers coming on board between now and the end of the year. That's going to be able to crank out a lot of chips. And once we get caught up, and then inventory starts to build, this used car, uh, these used car values are going to drop, and they're going to drop fast. So do something now.
0: If you want to know the best time to buy a new vehicle, let the CarPro help you. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
1: This is CarPro USA and our classic car of the weekend on our Facebook page isn't something that would immediately come to mind along with the muscle cars like the Mustang and the Camaro, et cetera, from that era. But it was a sleeper. It would, uh, it would run. Oh yeah. And unfortunately it's kind of the color of Jerry's test drive this week. So <laughs> just use one. eye. click the Facebook logo at carprousa.com If you want to see what we're talking about
3: and give us a like, we're trying to get to 25,000 likes and, uh, we have a lot of fun on the on the Facebook page during the week. You can keep up with us, and we put a lot of articles up there on things that you need to know.
1: Speaking of 25,000, yes, I think that's pretty close to the number of subscribers we have now to our YouTube channel.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Cool. I love that. Let's talk to Robert, New Braunfels, Texas. Robert, welcome.
4: How are you doing, Jerry? Doing
3: fine, How my doing? friend. What can I help you with?
4: Great. Yeah, back at uh end of February I uh, was rear ended by a three fifty and my two fifty and I lost. Oh boy. And um they're trying to decide yeah. Kind of tried to climb up in the bed of my truck. So they're trying to decide whether it's a toll or not, still in the process of telling me to tear down check frame. So um I think it's probably gonna be rebuilt. Two thousand sixteen, is there gonna be diminished value in it?
3: Yeah, if the if it's the, the... hundred and sixty
4: thousand miles.
3: Oh sure. Absolutely. Uh, it doesn't make any difference, okay. you know. I mean, it's not going to be as much as if it was, you know, a 50,000-mile truck because the overall right. value isn't as much. But, yeah, there'll be money there for sure. Uh, and, and you right, know, once they around. once they get sure. into the job, you know, they may run into all kinds of other things that's common, and it may end up totaling after all.
4: All right. Well, I appreciate your time, sir.
3: Yeah, check out uh, at my website, check out Tiger Diminished Value. They're very good at what they do. Uh, And and talk to them and see what they think they can get you. All right. Thank you. All right, buddy. Thank you. And Hugh in Woodland Hills, California. Hello, Hugh.
4: Hi, Jerry. Uh, I'm a not-so-proud owner of a 2007 Cadillac DTS. Got one hundred and forty-five thousand miles on it, and I think it's near the end of the road. Is
3: probably so. All
4: I'm going to get out of it.
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd say you're close, given history of you know General Motors products back in that era. Um, that was when things really kind of started going south. That was a couple of years before the bankruptcy, but you know they just they just weren't building great vehicles, and so I would say. You know, the, the the thing you want to avoid is just absolutely driving it until it won't run anymore. Because while it's still got some value, while it's still running and driving, even though you've got some problems with it, it's still worth something, especially in the used car market today. Uh, so I would do something sooner than later. If you have a major catastrophe, engine, transmission, uh, something along those lines you've lost all the value and now you've got a boat anchor
1: all right uh, question what is a comparable model to that now
3: buddy there ain't nothing that big now um as big as that dts is but one of my favorites and people think i'm nuts uh but once they go drive one, they fall in love, and that's the Chrysler 300. It's just a great car. Uh, you know, it didn't change much through the years, and when a car doesn't change, they've got all the kinks worked out of it. And there's not i mean, they just run forever. Gets gets if you get the six-cylinder with the Pentastar uh, engine, that car will get 35 miles to the gallon out on the highway, just astounding. Because it's a big car, got a huge back seat. The other car that I would look at, and you'd have to buy a one or two year old one, but perhaps my favorite car of all time was the Lincoln Continental, the new the new version, and it's going to be as close to the size of the DTS, probably as you're going to find out there. All right,
4: my problem is I'm about six four. I don't have flexibility in my neck, so I have trouble getting in and out of a car.
3: You should probably look at some of the SUVs that are out there. They're so much easier to get in and out of. The visibility is better. It's easy to easier to load things into the back than it is into a trunk. Um, you know, you, I, I'd say go test drive some SUVs and and first off, buy into the idea or eliminate the idea, and if you buy into it, we can go from there, and I can help you find one that you're going to love. But for now, if you want to stick with a car, look at the Chrysler 300 or the Lincoln Continental, and you're going to have to buy a certified one. I appreciate the call.
0: Buying, leasing, residual value. To get clear on all of those, call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
3: And next up, Charles in Philadelphia. Charles, welcome. What can I do for you?
5: Hey, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, I'm new to your website. I'm new to your newsletter. I love it already. All like in one week. Thank uh, you, sir. You're a popular guy. I appreciate that. My my good friend in San Antonio told me to to check in with you. Hey, it's funny. The guy that just called called about 2007 Cadillac, and I'm yeah. calling about 2,000. I think he talked me out of it, but I had an opportunity to buy a, a, a 2,000. I didn't want to hang up on you, though. That would have been rude, you know? Right. Um, I, I'm thinking about buying a 2007 Cadillac DeVille with 80,000 miles on it for five grand, and I, I'm curious, like, that's 5,300 miles a year. I mean, what's the probability of somebody turning back odometers? Does that happen anymore?
3: It does, but it's rare. Is it a dealer that has it?
5: Yeah, it's it's a it's a independent dealer. I mean, it's a used it's car dealer. A, no, it's not a dealer. It's a used car lot. It's a used car. Yeah, yeah it's a used car dealer. Yeah,
3: you so know, it, you can't hide the mileage discrepancy from the history reports. I use AutoCheck. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely do that if you Auto get serious. About it. yeah, autocheck.com. Been using them for years. They're way more accurate than Carfax is. If it's had any alterations in the old diver, it'll show up there. But you also want to look for, you know, serious previous wreck damage, and depending on where the car's been, you know, it'll it'll show if there's been a flood claim paid on the insurance. So you want to look. You want to avoid that too. You know, if it's okay. The car's probably got another seventy-five thousand miles in it, or so. It could be a little less than that's what that. I'm hoping. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, and and so for five thousand dollars, and you drive it three years, and you get four thousand back for it. You know, hey, that's pretty cheap driving, and it's it'll be an it's enjoyable that, that drive. Cheap driving. Yeah, it'll be that's an enjoyable you, drive. You
5: my rationale. Yeah, you describe my rationale for it. I mean, you know, that's it. It'll be a cheap drive. I got two kids in college. They'll be done in 3 years and then I then I can go live large, you know.
3: There you go. I love you. I love your plan, all man. And thank you for joining us on right. the show and the website. Uh, check out the podcast. It's also at the website at carprousa.com. We'd love for you to stick with us. We used to be on the air in Philadelphia as a matter of fact.
0: If you're looking for a new vehicle, thin the herd by calling Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA. Call right now one 800 926 7777
1: Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA. Kevin McCarthy riding shotgun with you, Jerry Reynolds. Hope you're having a good day. Um recalls. I print out these sheets every week that have the headlines of the stories that we had in the newsletter and how many clicks they got compared to the other stories. I didn't have enough room in the recalls line (laughs) to print all the brands. I mean, it was in that sheet of paper. You got that letter size paper. It would have had to been about 50% wider. To get all the brands that it were having was a recalls. a bad,
3: bad recall week.
1: You can check them out, by the way, on our website, carprousa.com, under buying resources. Is that? Yes. Is that the tab? Uh, well,
3: news will get you there quicker. Yeah. Under buying resources. Go yeah. Go there and then news. And while you're at the news page, uh, take a look around. But the radio blog page is where you'll find my forty. True stories from a former car dealer. 40 heartfelt stories written by me. Some of them will just make you fall out laughing. Uh, and These are all things that happened to me during my lifetime as a car dealer. Then there's others that, at the end, you're going to probably have a tear in your eye. Uh, brutally honest articles that I wrote myself. Uh, took a long time. I, I really kind of thought, When I started it, eh, you know, there'll be eight or ten interesting stories that I could tell people, and ended up with 40 of them. And I may go back to them at some point, um, you know, and and write some more. It's just hard to remember, you know, so much of this stuff from way back when.
1: There's one that I'll never forget. I I was thinking about it uh, last week. We had a caller who had uh, something wrong with his vehicle, and the dealership couldn't produce. You know what? What was wrong? It wouldn't happen. It reminded me of your ice cream story, <laughs> which I, I'll just let you know. If you're looking for a a mystery and a good laugh, look up the ice cream story on Jerry's True Stories from a Former Car Dealer.
3: And George in Los Angeles, George, welcome. What can I do for you?
4: Hey, Jerry and Kevin, thanks for taking my call.
1: You betcha.
3: So
4: la- last week. Yeah. Last week, you guys had a caller who was uh, looking at getting another Honda Pilot, and you encouraged her also to take a look at a Venza. It's yes. really piqued my interest, and, and now I'm, I'm looking for one, and unfortunately, there's very little in stock in Southern California, but that's okay. I've got time to wait. Um, so, in the meantime, I decided to sell my 2019 RAV4 using your uh, connection with Carbingo. Yeah. It was three years old with 41,000 miles, and I basically sold it at MSRP, which was amazing. <laughs> and I, you That's know really what? Amazing.
3: Thank you for saying that, George, because I know people who are listening, particularly new listeners that don't know me yet, they think I've lost my mind when I say, you know, drive a car for two or three years and it'll bring more than the sticker. You're You're living proof.
4: Yeah, and I know this is an anomaly. This isn't going to always happen, but I'm I'm tickled tickled to death about being able to do that. So I just wanted to thank you guys for that. But I, I do have one question. So hoping I do get the Venza at one point uh, sometime. What are your thoughts about new vehicle break-in periods these days? Because everybody has a different opinion on that now.
3: Yeah, my experience is you know? there is no reason to to do anything different from day one. Uh, these cars are. Greatly tested. The, the, if you've never been to a manufacturing plant, I'm when I was the Ford National Dealer Council, I spent a good amount of time at assembly plants, and the way they break these engines in before they install them in the car, there's this, there's huge rooms set up with engines running um, without a car. I mean, they're on stands and they've got gas hooked to them, and They're running them. I mean, they actually do the break-in for you beforehand. The other thing that happens is the car is designed to learn your driving habits. So if you are a normal driver, but you spend the first several thousand miles driving it real soft and gingerly, it thinks you're going to be that way the whole time, and it will adjust itself to that style of driving. If you just drive it the way you normally do, whether that's slow or whether that's fast, or whether that's somewhere in between, the car will make adjustments so that it it's giving you the maximum fuel economy for your driving habits. Does that make sense?
4: Yeah. No. That's and that's great to hear because uh, I'm I'm kind of a heavy footed driver. So yeah, um, me too. yeah, <laughs> you know I, what I mean.
3: <laughs> I drive them harder at first than I do later, and that's the truth, just so it'll adjust that way. Okay.
4: All right, perfect. Okay, well, thank I you, hope, you very much. I hope to you get me. a Venza. You,
3: I hope you get a Venza. You're going to love it. I, I've got a review and video up at carprousa.com when I had it for a week, and I just thought it was fantastic. Thanks for the call, buddy. Great. And Alice, also in Southern California. Alice, what's going on?
2: Thanks for taking my call. Um, My issue is I ordered a car and um, at MSRP it came in and now they're telling me that it's got all these extra packages that I didn't ask for. And so I'm just wondering, like, should I go for it? Is it going to be like this, like, is it going to be all the cars that are coming in, they're doing that too or, you know, what, like you, wait.
3: What, when you say packages, what kind of like wheel locks and. So,
2: so I ordered a Toyota RAV4 SE with just like a protection uh, package. And now it's got a weather package, a convenience package. So now it's up to about $3,000 worth of extras that I did not plan for.
3: And are those extras? Just, those extras were not added by the dealership. They were added they, at Toyota. Yes, they, were.
2: They, they were added at Toyota. Okay. Um, they're telling me that whatever cars coming in, they're just putting on whatever they want to put on, and you know, you could either take it or leave it. There's there's,
3: there's like, truth in that. I mean, the dealers, you can't actually order a car from Toyota. They just, they don't accept them. Uh, If they do accept them, and I've seen it done, sometimes it's a year before it gets here. So only thing dealers can do is take your list of wants and match it up to a vehicle that's coming in. And that's what what your dealer has done here. So your choice is to accept it. Are you getting the car at MSRP by chance? Yes, I am. I'd take the add-ons because... If you ordered that car somewhere else, you'd probably pay three to five thousand over and not get the extra items. I'd do it I, just because of the the climate that we're in right now. And it's not, look, it's not the dealer's fault. And I'll be the first one to fault a dealer when they try to screw somebody around. That's not the case here. They matched up a vehicle to your what to your wants as closely as they could. Yeah. You can pass it, right. and somebody else will buy it before the end of the day. And you can get yeah. back in line and wait another, God knows how long. In the big scheme of things, about? kiddo, three thousand in extras is way different than three to five thousand over MSRP. I, if you like it, if you like the vehicle, you'll probably learn to like those accessories too. Uh, but the dealer's telling you absolutely right. I hope everything works out, and I appreciate the call.
0: If you're looking to buy a new car, call CarPro USA. Ask for Jerry, not Kevin. At 1 800 926 7777.
1: This is CarPro USA. During the commercial breaks, Jerry's been keeping up with Barrett Jackson Palm Beach, which is going on right now. Yes, it is. How's it going?
3: Um, looks like things are bringing a lot of money. The What I'm more interested in rather than the classic cars is, you know, what the regular late model vehicles are bringing there. Um, I told everybody earlier about a Jeep Wrangler Rubicon that brought 82,000. It's stickered new for about 61. I just saw a 21 F350, a regular cab or a crew cab, but not a dually. Had 4,000 miles on it. Diesel, nothing special, just a run of the mill truck. Brought 85 grand. Sticker on it last year was somewhere in the 75 grand area. So, again, when people are paying over MSRP for new cars and don't like it, just know the market is what the market is. And that's what sets prices. And if they're selling at auctions for way over MSRP a year later, used. A new one at a few thousand over MSRP looks like a pretty good deal. Ron, Anaheim, California, and Buddy in Houston. You'll be right after him. Ron, welcome. Ron, are you there? Oh, good. Yeah, this is Ron. Hey, how can I help you, sir?
6: Hi. Here. Yeah, hi, Jerry. uh I'm really sorry that uh, Mr. McCarthy is uh, shorter than you are, but that's the way it <laughs>
3: Not by much. He can't help it. Not by much. I, I'm taller when I sit on my wallet.
1: Number. Yeah, he's a lot taller when he sits on his wallet. <laughs>
6: hey, McCarthy, I'm taller when I sit on my wallet. <laughs> yeah, Okay. Hey, hey, all right, fellas, this is what I got here. I'm on number four suburban Yukon uh, XL. I've had two suburbans, and I'm on number three Yukon XL. Okay. Now, this one, Yukon XL, currently I got Yukon XL. It's got 88,000, it's a 213, and uh, runs like a champ. Got uh, you know off-road all-terrain tires on it because I go hunting and I go to to Tahoe fishing and um, Jerry, what's where in Anaheim or surrounding area am I gonna get a new either Yukon XL or a Chevrolet Suburban? you not. And- I want it loaded, four-wheel drive, yep. you know, the whole ball of wax. I mean, I'm not afraid of the price. I mean, what it is, what it is. That's but, right. Yeah, it's, a car, it's a car I got to have. So I, I need mm-hmm. to fill that back up but, but and put my guns in there, too, on top of that.
3: Well, you're not going to walk so, uh, up. Uh, and, and- Ron, Ron, hold on. Uh, let me answer your question, if you would, please, sir because I'm going to run out of time, and I don't want to give you an incomplete answer. You're not going to walk up on the lot and just say, oh, yeah, there's the one I want. You're going to have to order this vehicle, or get get a dealer, and I've got great Chevy dealers there, get a dealer to put your name on one they've already ordered. And as soon as it gets there, they'll give you the first right of refusal. I kind of prefer the GMC, and the only reason, not because it drives better or not. They're the same. But the resale value on a GMC is always going to be better. The other thing that I want you to be cautious of is make sure that you get on this so that you get a either a Suburban or a GMC in before yours turns 100,000 miles. That's going to be, even though it's a 13, that's going to hurt the value. So get a hold of one of my dealers. Tell them what you're looking for. Let them do their job. Their job is to find a vehicle that's suitable to you, and they'll do their doggone very best to do that. And just, just go through my website at carprousa.com. With that, brother, we're out of time. I appreciate it.
0: Bruce Wayne is Batman, but Jerry Reynolds is the car pro. Let him help you choose your next Batmobile. Call 1-800-926-7777.
3: And Buddy in Houston, you are going to have the last word this hour. What can I do for you?
5: Hey, my son, we have a 2014 Jeep Wrangler. It has about 70,000 miles on it has a rear sensor that went out on it and due with the chip shortage. They originally told me March after waiting two months, and now they're telling me June at the earliest for that part to come in or that chip to come in for that rear sensor. Yeah, Is it market value on a trade-in with that type of thing where it proves all of those sensors are on the dash light and lit up? Is it better to trade
3: that in with that out or just
5: sit tight and wait for that part to come in?
3: Are you going to trade it to a Jeep dealer?
5: preferably
3: yeah cuz okay. he would love to have another jeep yeah well then I, they're not going to knock off for that they understand um, it's okay. not it's it's not a big deal they'll know it's under warranty they'll know they certainly understand the chip shortage and this is this is an industry-wide problem i have i had a, a listener this week i talked to that has been waiting on a complete engine from ford uh, for now over six months in a yes. 20, 2018 Ford uh, F- um, Fusion. And, you know, there's nothing they can do. And the dealer wants the part as bad as the person that's driving the car because that's how they, they, they get paid. But there's just absolutely nothing they can do. And I have seen instances, buddy, if it makes you feel any better, where – They've come in earlier than what anybody anticipated with chips right now. Well, you just don't I'm know.
5: Second, I'm on my second deadline right now, so they've yeah. already passed one. Yeah. So. Well, any Jeep dealer in Houston that you recommend?
3: Yeah, I've got a couple of really good ones at the website. Uh, South Fork is there, and I've already shut my computer. Sorry, uh, but go to carprousa.com and click on Find Your Car Pro, and shoot them an email through there. You'll get your VIP certificate. We'll get him fixed up. I'd trade it as is.
0: Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, wants to help you get a great deal on your next car. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
2: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and